Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is Locked Up Sports. The Athletic comes out with a damaging hit piece for the Jets. It confirms what we all already knew. The Jets are dysfunctional. The Knicks win again last night. They keep rolling. January is done for the Knicks, but they go flying into February. And we have Mark Mancini. All that and more coming up next. Locked Up Sports. What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, however you consume this show, um, it's powered by Vouch Store. Visit the Vouch Store. We have Split Rock Coffee, which is veteran-made. It's coffee with a purpose. You're helping out veterans if you buy it. We also have the Camp Craft Cocktails and a whole bunch of other stuff. Visit us at vouch.store slash locked up sports, vouch.store slash locked up sports. And let's get right to it here. We got going to have Mark Mancini in a, in a couple of minutes for you. But the Jets got slaughtered today on a hit piece by The Athletic. Uh, they came out. It was a it was a whole article. It basically what it did was confirm that what we already knew. Like I just said, the, the Jets are dysfunctional from the top on down, all the way from Woody on down. And, and Sala, Sala, it, it confirmed what we what I knew, at least that that Sala, he couldn't have been happy with. Zach Wilson during the season. He, he wouldn't come out and say it publicly. It also confirmed that the, the team was not happy with Zach Wilson. It confirmed that Nathaniel Hackett is basically a disaster and that the only reason he's there is because of Rodgers. Understand and how you didn't realize any of this stuff and how this is really a bombshell for the Jets. They got rid of today. Now, after the story came out, there was some repercussions. They got rid of the, the right-hand man of Douglas and Joe Douglas. Now, is Joe Douglas in trouble? I don't think he is because Rogers wants him there. And one of the, the most telling lines I saw in the whole article when I read it was a, a league source or a, another GM in the league had said, um, Joe Douglas, uh, Rogers isn't the assistant GM. Joe Douglas is. Rogers is running the show. We all knew he was running the show. And once he got hurt, he was kind of MIA. Wilson Wilson said he, he thought he, he would have a direct line to Rodgers throughout the season, you know, to be his mentor and to, to get his career back on crack, on track, which wasn't going to happen either. But he didn't. Rodgers would, would fly in from California for game day. He'd be on the headsets, talking, giving suggestions. And then by Monday morning, he was already hightailed it back out to California, getting ready to go on, on the Pat McAfee show. And then... The one the distraction that really was a distraction when Rodgers was saying all that stuff about Jimmy Fallon, the Jets didn't think it was a big deal. Why? Because it was Rodgers. And and I don't. I'm, they are putting everything in the basket of Aaron Rodgers. And and I can't. If I was running that, if I was Woody Johnson, I would say, listen, Joe, Joe Douglas is gone. Sala is gone. Daniel Hackett is gone. He's clearly inept, right? Sean Payton told us all over the summer that that Nathaniel Hackett did possibly the worst job in NFL history coaching the Broncos. Now he comes to to the Jets. They give him the offensive coordinator position because that's what Rodgers wants. And it's a disaster. Why? Because he doesn't really do anything. He's friends with Rodgers. Rodgers brought all his friends over, got them all jobs. 
said, you know, just sit up there and kind of look like, you know, like George in Seinfeld. Just look busy. Just, you know, if you look busy, if you look annoyed, you look busy, is what George said. So he'd be, you know, and I'll run the show here. And four plays into the season, the whole thing collapsed as Rodgers went down towards Achilles. And now nobody knew. And then Rodgers split. So he went down towards Achilles. Rodgers split. Gone. Uh, I'll be back next Sunday for the game. And that was six weeks in. He wasn't there for the first six weeks. But that's understandable. He was getting surgery and whatnot. So Rodgers splits. And now he's left all his buddies there. No idea what they're doing. Nathaniel Hackett has no idea what he's doing. Apparently, he wouldn't even come to the, the position meetings. During the week, he'd show up last minute, the, a quick speech, and then that's it. Like, the, And Robert Sala sitting here taking this. Robert Sala had no input on the offense. He's strictly, he's a defensive coach, and it said that he was, he was more worried about the fact that the Jets were getting more bad press than the Giants. Who the hell cares? That's not your problem. Why do you even care? If there's one thing that you can see that Belichick does, he doesn't care what the press says. He doesn't give him much. He doesn't answer much. And if you watch Belichick, if you see Belichick outside of his capacity as a head coach, if you catch him on like a radio show, something every once in a while he's on WFAN, if you catch him at like a golf thing or something like that, he's funny and he's personable. But if you watch uh, Belichick while he's at work, while he's doing the press conference, he does nothing. He's boring. He's vanilla. He's the worst. Why? Because he doesn't care. He doesn't care what they write. He doesn't care what they say. He's going to coach his team a certain way, and that's how he's going to do it. And that's the main goal. Salah's sitting in a room worried that the Giants are getting, not getting as much bad press as the Jets. Well, why do you think the Jets get bad press? The Jets haven't done anything. They have the longest playoff drought in American sports currently. 13 years. The Giants went to the playoffs the year before. Now the Giants had a bad year, but who cares that if they got the bad press? Who cares? It all fell apart, and, and uh, apparently, and we all, this, like I said, this is not all news. I don't know why it's such a big story that Salah had no confidence in, in Zach Wilson. Nobody did. Nobody who knows anything about football had any confidence in Zach Wilson at all because we saw him play. That the season was over when Rodgers went down. Duh. We all knew that, too. That Nathaniel, Hock, Nathaniel Hackett is basically negligent at his job and is a terrible offensive coordinator. Knew that. Wilson wasn't mentored by Rodgers like he was promised. He didn't have an open line to Rodgers like he was promised. You know who has an open line to Rodgers? Pat McAfee. That's who's got an open line to Rodgers. That's it. Rodgers is a weirdo. We all knew that. He's a great quarterback, all-time great quarterback, weird guy. He's not going to sit there and mentor Zach Wilson. He doesn't care about Zach Wilson. He could care less if Zach Wilson is successful. He's doing this strictly for him. And then that the, that the Jets were all about, and, and Robert Sala was fawning over, over uh, Rodgers coming back. Rodgers was, the Jets weren't going to make the playoffs. At four and seven, he was like, well, if it was staying in the playoffs, I'm going to come back. They weren't, they weren't, did you really think they were going to stay in the playoff race? At four and seven, Jets scored like 10 points a game. They weren't going to stay in the playoff race. They went out and they lost 30 to nothing to the Dolphins two weeks later. Out. It's absurd. And I don't even know why this is news today. The news is that they fired Joe Douglas's right-hand man. That's news. Okay? Other than that, because now, now it's Joe Douglas. Now you're, on, now you're on the clock. 
Now we're watching it. Your right-hand man is gone. It was his second stint with the team. Now he's gone, and you're next. And Robert Sala should be should be next, too. The fact that he still has a job, again, thanks to Roger. Roger's running the whole show over there. 40-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles a, a tear, surgery, is running the Jets. Played four snaps for the Jets in his whole life. And they think, and you think this team's going to go and win a Super Bowl? You think the Jets next year are going to be able to beat the Chiefs or the Bills or the Ravens or the 49ers or the Lions? Any of these four teams? No. No. Aaron Rodgers or no Aaron Rodgers. Jets aren't beating any of these four teams that were left standing this weekend. So I, I fully expect another disaster from the Jets because Robert Sala is clueless. Woody Johnson's clueless. They're dysfunctional from the very top all the way down. Woody Johnson was Trump's ambassador. That should say it right there, Jets fans. That should say it right there. Terrible. And then the Jets, and hey, listen, the one thing that came true, right? We all thought that you know maybe the Jets the Jets would be in the news the week before Super Bowl, right? We thought it'd be because they're in the Super Bowl. Instead, it's because they're dysfunctional and they're a disaster, and it was as bad as we thought it was, if not worse. The Jets, oh man! And the worst part is the worst part is that most Jets fans happen to be Mets fans as well. I got lucky. I got. I listen. I don't know. I'm not a lucky guy. I got lucky because I happen to be a Giants fan and I have a couple Super Bowls. And that's really all I have. And the Rangers in 94. Besides that, I got nothing. Thank God I'm not a Jets fan. What a miserable, miserable existence. 13 years, longest drought in playoff drought in American sports currently. And does it change next year? Probably not. Probably not. It wouldn't shock me if Rodgers got hurt again. Rushing back. <sighs> Good luck, Jets fans. Good luck. Enjoy the Super Bowl this week. Um, the Knicks, I want to do real quick. The Knicks won again yesterday. And you know what, Jets fans? You could at least look to the Knicks, right? Because the Knicks were this dysfunctional for a while, a long time. They've come out of it. Now they are Now they are run competently. They, they, they're doing things the right way. And they just won 14 of 16 in the month of January, they are now rocketing towards that three seed in the Eastern Conference. They're one of the best teams in the, in the NBA, one of the top seven or eight teams in the NBA. They have Jalen Brunson's going to be named to the all-star team, his first all-star team. They're blowing teams out. They're having 40-point quarters. Crazy. Archie Diaco had 35 points last night. Crazy. So it, if anything, Jets fans, look to the Knicks because they were just as dysfunctional as you were, as you are. Just a couple years ago. But the Jets have been like this for a long time. So the Knicks, another win. They go into to February and let's see if they could keep it up. Right? Let's see if they could keep it up. So let's get now to Mark Mancini, the Mancini report. Uh, we haven't had Mark. We haven't spoke to Mark in a couple of weeks. So we got a lot to go through with Mark. You know, he's our national guy. He covers everything. He's out west, out in the la la land. So here he is, Mark Mancini, the Mancini report. All right.
right, so now it's time for the Mark Mancini Report. It's brought to you by Split Rock Coffee. Coffee with a purpose. It's made by veterans. Head over to the Vouch store at vouch.store slash locked up sports to get yourself some Split Rock Coffee and help some veterans. Mark Mancini, Mark, the one, the, the man, the myth, the legend. What is up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, Split Rock Coffee. I love my Java. A cup of Joe in the morning. You, your wife's friends, the ma- I mean, this show is great, man. It's We're great. Listen, I'm, I'm rubbing. I'm, I'm, I'm out of work. I'm rubbing elbows with the mayor. I'm helping the causes out. Now, the, the, the bill that we were that we were pushing got his veto got over overridden today. But you know, we did what we could. You know, trying to help out other officers yeah. while I'm hurting everything. So that's it. So you're, um, you're, you're doing a lot, man. You know what? Maybe the mayor will help you help the New York Mets. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I've said enough bad things about the Mets on here. I, I told the I told the manager, I said, if you would have known what the things I called you, you would have never come on this show with me. That's what I said to Mickey Calloway <laughs> a couple weeks ago. But uh, hey, listen, I haven't spoken to you in a while. We have uh, we have our Super Bowl set. We have the Chiefs, the Niners. I, it's a rematch. I kind of wanted a, a, a new, new blood in there. I was, I was hoping the Lions and, and that whole collapse and everything happened. What'd you think of the championship Sunday? What do you, what are your thoughts looking ahead to the Super Bowl? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I think it's a conspiracy clash. If you ask me, I really do because it's in Vegas. Next year I'll be in New Orleans when that thing's down there. But when you look at it, they didn't want blue collar teams in this thing, Baltimore, Detroit. They wanted the glitz and glamour of Vegas. I got a buddy that does news out there. And I said, I don't care anyone breaking it up, but, you know, tell me anything, but I'm going to stick to my guns on this. I think when you look at what the NFL's done, they want Taylor Swift. She's bringing a lot of money in there. Unfortunately, I'm not into 58 pound women dripping wet with a lot of lipstick. They're trying out for the next Joker and Batman. Listen, there's two types of people in this world. There's people who are Taylor Swift fans and then there's liars. So I, so I don't know. I, I guess you just not, you, you, you know, you just won't admit it. Everybody likes Taylor Swift. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not, she, <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't do anything for me. And thank God those Kelsey's are from Cleveland. They're not from Pittsburgh because. When I meet those guys, I'm going to have to bust out my Cleveland shirt. Cleveland sucks. Feel a Pittsburgh lumber. Now, so they, they, those two guys, especially Jason Kelsey, he looks like something out of Duck Dynasty. Yeah, but you know what? They're, on, but they're both good. They have the number one podcast in the country, in the world, I think. They're, they're both going to the Hall of Fame. Kelsey is, because what happened with Mahomes, and, and I was saying it all year, I said the Chiefs are struggling. Mahomes doesn't have a receiver since he lost his receiver, his big receiver last year. He, they had drops all over the place. And what did he do when he came? When it came down to time, when he needed things done, he went right to his old trusty Kelsey. He had 11 catches, 160 yards. He had two touchdowns. And, and him and, and that defense that Spagnola threw together, which is brilliant. He's a brilliant defensive mind is what won them and got him into the Listen, Super Bowl. There's one Rob Gronkowski. I was, I was uh, blessed enough to sit down with him twice. Mar- uh, when you look at Travis Kelsey, he's no Rob Gronkowski. He's a tight end. He might not be a Mark Andrews. He might not be a Heath Miller. Uh, he had a down year this year when you check the uh, stats on uh, Travis Kelsey. And what is it with the women uh, like uh, Taylor Swift to date these guys? They all fall off a cliff. This is a 15-minute car chase, my friend. They- I don't th- I'm not buying any stock in the Chiefs. The women, the women, love, they- the women love Travis Kelsey. My, my, my wife loves Travis Kelsey. She'd leave me in a heartbeat oh, for come him. on. She doesn't like Hugh Jackman? <laughs> oh, she like, no, listen, they like Hugh Jackman, too. We get a little, like, you know, we like uh, two different women, too, you know? 
there are many women out yeah. there that we all are like, okay, we like, they like Travis. I'm telling you, they like Travis Kelsey. And then they love that podcast. And he just, he just endures himself to all of them. They love it. And, but I see, I'm not somebody who cares that they show Taylor Swift. It's really not a big deal to me. But now, as far as now, you, it's, so a, you, it's a money, it's a money grab. Of course it's it a is. Money grab with the NFL. Of course it yeah, is. It's a money grab when you, when you break it down. Do you think anybody cares outside of Kansas City about the Kansas City Chiefs? They don't have a movement like the New England Patriots, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Green Bay Packers, Dallas Cowboys. You really think what was ever since Patrick Mahomes was there, and I know Joe Montana was there. When was the last time the Kansas City Chiefs were relevant? Lenny Dawson. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They, they will have that following 20 years from now. Because when the, when the team's going through the dynasty, it's a bunch of kids that are watching. It's the same thing. That's why, why do you think there's a million Cowboy fans now? Because when they were kids, when I was growing up, they were all kids yeah. watching the Cowboys win Super Bowls, win Super Bowls. And, and the generation before that, what was it? It was kids watching the Steelers win Super Bowls and win Super Bowls. And then your whole generation became, there's a ton of Steelers fans. So I think in 10, 15 years, there's going to be a ton. And Mahomes is a likable guy. He's easy to get, a, he's easy to like. He's, he doesn't make any missteps or anything. And I think Mahomes, no, Mahomes might be the best ever. Mahomes might be best ever. Oh, come on. You, are you gonna, you're, I, Brady's going to be the best ever. No, no, no. Peyton Manning's better than Brady. Well, well. now, now, now here's, where, here's where I'll go on this one with Brady. And the NBA, you know I'm a big fan of, you know, the uh, uh, Kobe's and all those guys. And some guy the other day called the show and I said, you should never call my show on crack and tell me Joel Embiid's the best 76er ever. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like Dr. J, they have this. Dr. J, and you know, when, I mean, when you look at, yeah, they had Dr. J, they had Andrew Tony, the Boston Stranglers, even Allen Iverson, stuff. even Allen Iverson was better. He's good. Yeah, yeah, even the guy that didn't practice. Yeah, you're right. But when you look at what what uh, Mahomes has done, you know, let's face it, this was the first year they actually had to do something to win to get to where they are today. They had to go through Buffalo and Baltimore. Uh, the last few years, they had to dodge. They dodged the Cincinnati Buffalo guy kind of teams. They played everybody at home in their backyard, so they had the Kansas City barbecue home cooking. Now they want it this year. Maybe it was the movement of Taylor Swift. I don't know. Oh, I'm I just think telling you something smelled from the start. I think you're and, crazy. And let me ask you something. You're, you're, well, you're trying to make yellow- a case against Mahomes. He's been the sixth straight. A- AFC Championship games. He's been. He's now four out of six years in the Super Bowl. They have home games every year in the playoffs because they win in the regular season 13, 12, 13, 14 games every year. He never plays a bad game, and when he has to step up, and this year he's was had, the question. He's, it, had the same, he's had the same target there. Well, Brady so, oh, so no did Montana. Brady. Montana to Rice, Brady right? Is, oh, Brady, Brady had Gronkowski. Brady, Brady had Gronkowski. Brady, the best tight end that you just made the case for, the best tight end ever. He had Edelman. Well, he had uh, Amendola. He, Brady yeah, had plenty of people. Year he had Corey Dillon. He also had he Randy had Corey Moss. Dillon another year. He also had Randy Moss. Yeah, he had him another. But, but very rarely was it the same guys in there year in and year out except a couple guys. Uh, Mahomes has been there with the same cast of characters when you look at it, including the kicker, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, listen, I, I, I think, I think to the fact that you're making a case against Mahomes, I think he's good. When it's all said and done, he, now, I can't argue with you with Brady because Brady has the seven titles. He, you know, he's done, he, that's the Jordan well, argument. That's the Jordan he argument. Had, he would have had nine titles if you take the New York Giants out of him. Yeah, yeah, you know who beat him? Spagnola beat him. 
And Spagnola is the reason that they go into the Super Bowl now because that was a brilliant defensive plan he put together against the Ravens yesterday. Here, here's the thing: the game, the game, the game has changed now. These got these quarterbacks. Some of these guys are wearing skirts; you can't even touch them. So Mahomes is getting some benefits to this thing too, more so than Brady did. Yeah, but see, I'm a big guy. I'm I'm one of the few people that that I know of that that is for the fact that they protect these quarterbacks because you know why. Because the, the, we, we saw the league this year, right? The league was terrible with these quarterbacks going down. Half, 20% of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL went down with season ending injuries. And the quality, there's not, the problem is, is there's not, there's 30 teams or whatever it is. There's not 60 guys who could play quality NFL quarterbacks. So when the, the starters go down, the product is just garbage. I mean, they were game, they were six nothing games, 10 three games. Well, I don't want to watch them. Let me, let me, let me segue into this. Kind of like the NBA. 145, 144, no defense, all totem poles. I mean, come on, man. A guy scores 62, another guy scores 70, another guy scores 75. This is the NBA. You're going to, you're going to tell me Luka Doncic is better than the, the Kobe Bryant's and the Julius Irving's and some of these other guys and the Michael Jordan's. Come on. These guys don't even play defense. There's, there's no dynasty in the NBA other than maybe the Golden State Warriors when they won three or four. Yeah. It's, the, it's a watered down league. Well, the, the, the Knicks dynasty is just uh, just on the ground floor, just getting going. Eight in a row, fourteen and two in, in January. Here come the Knicks, baby. The Knicks are playing yeah, and great. Then we'll find out where they we'll find out where they are in April when when Julius Randle probably comes back. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I hey, know. How about my Milwaukee? Hey, how about my Milwaukee Bucks with Doc Rivers out there? They're in Portland tonight. I yeah. mean, but it's tough. It's tough. Let, let me tell you, Bob. It's tough to watch the NBA this year. It just there's no defense. I can't, am I going to pay big money if I'm not covering these things? I'm not paying to get in them places. Yeah, I went Seriously. to I went to the Knicks game a couple of weeks ago. They they won by 40 points. It was a blowout. I mean, I went I went I went to the St. John's game yeah. last week, and that was that's almost more exciting. St. John's, they had you know they have they have Patino well, coach and then they're, they're upstart. And I always like the college game better anyway. I'm a college guy eight, as far as basketball. Eight, yeah, yeah, eight thousand dollars for a cheap ticket to sit up in the rafters with the crows. At Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, he was probably spending twenty five bucks for a hot dog, forty for yeah. a beer, hundred and fifty to park. I bought tickets. Who's got that kind of money? Who's walking around? I bought tickets for my 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 father and my and my two brothers for Christmas presents and myself, and it was like a thousand dollars just for the tickets. And we, we weren't sitting next to Spike either. We were, you know, we had good seats, but we were we were up a level. Thousand dollars, you know, it's crazy. You now, know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen with some of these 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 teams. They're going to fold like a rented chair. And what's going to end up happening is people, you know, like your daughter, uh, God bless her, just born, you know, or my grandkids, they're not going to go to games. I mean, they won't be able to afford them. So the but people are going to sit home and watch them from their couch. They're yeah, just not it's all go. corporate. It's I mean, all corporate, especially Madison Square Garden. It's, it's, it's going to get back to when the Cleveland Cavaliers drew 500 fans and the Pittsburgh Penguins had 600 fans. Uh, when when their inception in the league in '67, that's what you're going to get back to, because people just can't afford to go. These the corporations will buy them up and they'll pass them out, and they'll come when it's a World Series or an NBA championship. Now, what were you? Th- the reality. 
Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's 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 way too expensive. Baseball's not bad. And I, I know I know how to play the StubHub no. game. And you know what? Shame on StubHub too, because StubHub is double dipping because they're getting outrageous fees from me buying the ticket, and they're getting fees from you who's selling me the ticket. So they're getting it from both ends. They're getting like I buy like a hundred dollar ticket. There's a twenty five dollar fee attached to it. So that's twenty five percent from the from the buyer's perspective, and then the, they're, they're hitting you for twenty five percent for selling it to me. They're double dipping. Well, they're not hitting me because I don't have sucker ridden routes. My <laughs> I know how to play it. I wait till the last second. I can get. I get yeah. into like playoff games I'm and stuff. I'm not buying that stuff, but I don't buy anything in their stores either. Yeah, I'll no. wait till it comes out in the Salvation Army and sneak it in, so my wife won't get mad. <laughs> now, 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 what was uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts on the Lions collapse and the and the the. So Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down, do you blame him or is that just a I said that there's a difference between being aggressive and stupid. Well, and and I the well, second one I can't I can't condone. Guys, we've been you know, you and I have been in locker rooms, we've been all over the place. And you know, and I was talking with Kip Gross on this the other day about some of these reporters are just they're they're, they're bright, energetic. I know they they went to journalism class, broadcasting class and, and everything, but some of them are, are downright dumb. I mean, it's like something out of Dumb and Dumber. I mean, I don't know if these guys just wear the same clothes, don't take showers, sleep in the car, and come out with a notebook and whatever. But uh, they ask stupid questions. And asking Dan Campbell, who's been aggressive all year, what he did. And, and, you know, there was one blunder that was a little uncharacteristic of Dan. But other than that, I mean, you didn't watch the Detroit-Dallas game. You haven't watched this guy all year. He's a riverboat gambler. Yeah, I know. why are you second-guessing him? You because know, because you have to kick the field goal these, when that thing was slipping away and they had twenty seven unanswered points and you're down three and there's like four minutes left. I get it that you're aggressive and you go for it and you're a riverboat gambler, but you got to kick that. It's a forty seven yard field goal. It's probably a sixty five to seventy percent chance he decided to go for it. It's not like it's it's fourth and goal. Okay, you're on the the thirty yard line, so you you still got a ways to go. You, you gotta kick the field goal and just stop the momentum. Stop the train that is the San Francisco 49ers that's just barreling right over you at the moment, at that very moment. Well, you, I think what he, I think what he was trying to do was get the upper hand. You know, he was trying to get, you know, he was trying to push his chips to the center of the table, try to get the upper hand on San Francisco, try to go for the kill. Because he, he knows the 49ers are going to run that ball. Well, that's the, that's my, that's the problem I have, Mark. He didn't. He had a chance to go for a kill, right? And he's a gambler, and he does it all year. He had the chance to go for the kill right before halftime to make it twenty-eight-seven. He decided not to play. He played a conservative, and he kicked the field goal. Why does he kick the field goal there the only, and the go only for thing it? Bothered, the only, yeah, the only thing that bothered me in his post-game conference, uh, the rap or whatever it was, whatever you want to call it, was he, he was basically throwing in the towel and saying it's hard to get back here. I don't know if we could do it again. BS, you should have just rallied the troops and said, we're coming back here next year. Kind of take the quote from OA Bumfield. We're going to knock on the door. We're going to bang on it a little harder. We're going to kick the SOB off its hinges. That's the kind of thing I wanted to hear from the guy. He's been with the players all year. He's, he's been for them. That, that you don't have to throw in the towel when you lose to the San Francisco 49ers like that. The kids love so them. That was the only drawback I picked up out of that press And And the, the players will run through a wall for him. They love him. And and as far as the Super Bowl goes, I already said, I said, hey, listen. I'll run through, hey, you know what? I'll run through a wall for you, man. You're damn right. You better. I'll run through a wall for you. You better showing up you 10 know? minutes late like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, you got, you, you, I'm, 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 you know, you, you, you're, you're you know, all over the place. Me, I'm, I'm, you know. You're all oh, well, over the place. You know what? There's not enough hours in the day. I know. I, I just yeah. can't add some hours to the day. It's crazy. Hey, you know what? I want to talk to you. 
I want to talk to you about, uh, and he's in your neck of the woods, and I love this guy. One of the best goalies ever. Coaching the New York Islanders, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh. I see him when he comes out here. I love that guy. I love his intensity. Boy, the Islander-Ranger battles are going to be fun. Yeah, and you know what? The Rangers were playing so good, and they, they, they I, you can't play as well as they were playing for 82 games. And they, they kind of just hit, they hit a rut here. These last couple of weeks, they got a big win the other day. There's still a long way to go. That is what what I talk about. Like that's going to be coming next in next week because once this football season's over, it's just it's a lull, and you're just trying to get yourself to the through the February into the the March Madness to the tournament, and then yep. it's spring yep. Be- yep. because you know what? There's no false. There's the the, the biggest false narrative no. of the whole year is pitches and catches. When people, everyone's like, baseball's back. Baseball's not back. Pitches and catches. It's still snowing here when pitches and catches. You still got eight weeks before there's a, a regular season game. Everyone's like pitches and catches. Spring, it's not spring. You still got hey, a long way. To go. up. I know you. I know you're excited. Hey, wait, don't don't feel don't feel sad. There, the groundhog's coming out in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> if you got eight more weeks of winter. <laughs> but hey, you know what? It's it's funny you say that with the pitchers and catchers and everything. Justin Turner just signed with the Blue Jays. Boy, the Blue Jays are going to be stacked. Yeah, the Blue Jays are going to be good, I mean, but the, hey, listen, your Dodgers are out there. They're, they're the talk about stack. They better well, win. I got I got to run in. I got to run and see you. I was in a sports bar and the Dodger fans that listen to everything we do and, 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 and say, hey, uh, when are you going to start your rant with the Dodgers? I said, I'm just letting everybody get excited, buy their gear and, and, and wait till March when I unload on all you guys, because that's where I'm going to hear your World Series predictions and all this other stuff. They don't hang championships in L.A. They hang regular season <laughs> I got. I think, I think I got that on your on your intro. Mark, I'm not going to get you. I, yeah. I don't want a Super Bowl pick now because I'm going to have you back next week and you're going to give me a Super Bowl pick then. But yeah, I know you have to run. Listen, thanks for coming. It's great to see you. If you need if you need, hey, to, if you need anything you, from man. the mayor, how's just the, let me know. Family? The, everybody's hey, I, great. I love the coffee. I love the coffee uh, segment. Yeah, bro, we show, got, man. listen, we got, hey, it's we got to get them on. I want to give a big shout out. Yeah. I love these guys. Bro, we got coffee. I got, I got booze. There's all kinds of stuff that, that, <laughs> that is being sold at this thing. It's, it's unbelievable. I'll, I'll send it to you. But hey, listen, I am going to, I am going to send you a, uh, a Super Bowl box. You're going to buy a Super Bowl box for me. We're, we're running the pool. Yeah, I am. Hey, listen, I, we're going to get Mancini Bread out of Pittsburgh to sponsor this show, too. <laughs> and hey, listen, you come out to New York, I'll get you to a Knicks game. You don't even have to pay for it. I, I'm good friends with the mayor. I, lo- I love you, brother, man. <laughs> stay well. Stay safe. Have a blessed weekend. I'll talk to you next week, man. Will do. Mark Mancini, XM Radio. We're there he is. One by thank you. One. Thank yeah, Kelsey thank brothers you, better look out. Again. The Mancini Report brought to you by Split Rock Coffee. <laughs> Split Rock Coffee. Lumber. Coffee with a purpose. Lana, Mark, thank you. Made by veterans. Mark Get out there. Mancini. At the, vouch, at the, the Mancini vouch Report brought to you again by Split Rock Coffee. Split Rock Coffee. Coffee with a purpose. It is veteran owned. So get out there, support the veterans. Buy some of this coffee that these guys are making. I have a whole bag of it right here in my kitchen. It is fantastic. I drink it every morning. Brett's been trying them too. Best part of waking up is what it is. We'll get Mark Mancini. We'll pick next week. You know who I'm taking? I'm taking the Chiefs because I'm done picking against the Chiefs. And, you know, rough day for the Jets, right? Rough day for Jets fans. You figured you don't got to hear about it for another six months. And then, bam, the athletic just slaps you right in the face with, like I said, everything we already knew. Like, was there really any bombshells in that, in that, in that article? I don't think so. What did you learn? You learned Nathaniel Hackett's terrible. Salah. I guess Salah being worried about the Giants is is it news. Salah didn't like Wilson. Nobody likes Wilson. Salah has no confidence in Wilson, of course. Rodgers is running the show over there. 
Rodgers basically disappeared after the injury. Of course. It's all stuff we knew. Nathaniel Hackett's terrible. No, no new, no new news. Like, it's not going to be on the New Heights show with the Kelsey brothers. They're not going to be like, new news. And they're going to be talking about this article because there's nothing new news in this. So that does it for me. Quick episode here tonight. Just wanted to get Mark on. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, we'll talk to you later this week with Brett. We're going to, um, I will have the Super Bowl boxes up. It's going to be $10 a box. You get them through our social media. I'll put them on all the social medias here. Our social media, we'll run through them right here. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We have them all. So have a good night, everybody. We'll talk to you later this week with Brett. Get yourself some Super Super Bowl boxes. Don't forget to visit the Vouch Store. And we'll talk to you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. I'm Bob Walters. See ya. If you enjoy the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.